0: So uh, right, so let me ask you this, and I know this is way too early because it's week two, but you know it's always fun to look at the MVP race, and you know we all agree that I think Josh Allen's probably going to be you know lead in that clubhouse just because he's been consistent for two straight weeks now. Any chance Tua is in that conversation after two weeks? Because I mean, after two weeks, if he's leading the NFL in touchdowns and yardage, I mean, who the hell have thought that was going to happen?
1: So his odds did move after the Ravens game. Um, I think they're like 18 to one now, depending on what book you're looking at. Um, But he's a dark horse candidate for sure. I just think the narrative is so, Mm -hmm. so out there and listen, you know, full disclosure, I'm not going to hide from it. I am not the biggest Tua fan. You can, you can ask anybody that listens to the pod. You can ask Jay, uh, you can ask previous people that have worked on the pod. I am not the biggest Tua guy, but he is start he is winning me over and on the, on that comeback against the Ravens, that, that kind of solidified it of all right, he's done something that Dan Marino that no one's done since Dan Marino. So I'm Whoa. I'm gonna start buying the two of stock here. And I think, Mike McDaniel, it helps when you have a coaching mm-hmm. staff that field. actually believes in you. Yeah. Well, listen, I've
0: said this from day one, and I remember before this draft that the Miami Dolphins took Tua, to, I was high on Tua. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And you weren't because obviously you didn't watch much college football at that time, but who I saw at Alabama, the Tua that I saw there, did some things that I haven't seen another quarterback do in in college football. Like, I mean, I've seen the greats like Vince Young and Tim Tebow do it, but what he did coming into big-time moments – throwing big bombs down the field was, was unreal to me. And the fact that he was able to navigate his way in the NFL for the first couple of years with such turmoil around him, with such negativity around him, and always keep a happy, like upbeat, positive vibe about him tells me a lot about his character. So I'm really happy for him right now that he's actually coming through, rewarding the Miami Dolphins and Mike Daniels in the faith they have in him. And the question I want to ask you before we move on is, so you've seen the Dolphins, obviously your whole life you watched them. They've been kind of abysmal the last few years, but what's something that you can point to that really you're like, aha, I haven't seen that before. That's what they're doing different this year. Is it simply the scheming of my McDaniels? Is the defense is playing better? What's the one thing that stands out to you about the, the Dolphins this year?
1: The the, the scheming, because, mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't really had an offensive mind, you know, with this team. I mean, God, Jay, like, do I damn do I dare say, like, you know, is this is Don Shula? Like, I, I, I don't know what else there is. I mean, the, the, I've never seen – you know, someone actually want to go out there and get and get space. I mean, I guess you can point a finger to Tony Sperano. You know, God rest with, you know, he brought in the Wildcat uh, to the NFL with, uh, you know, Ricky Williams and uh, and uh, I'm spacing the other guy's name right now. But. Um, Uh, ronnie brown but i mean i haven't seen anything like this so that is where i have like hope because the dolphins like for the most part since i've watched them they've always had a good defense whether it was with you know zach thomas jason taylor uh you know christian wilkins here you got zavin howard like there's always been like a decent defense uh, but i've never seen an offense clicking like this so that is where i can point the finger and that's why i said it last week and i've said it in the off season too my bar for this dolphins team is a wild card spot like anything less than that in my opinion is going to be a failed season
0: man you put expectations on your team dog
1: i mean you see and i know it's draft picks and i'm kind of in the camp at this point of you know f them draft picks but you go out you get tyree kill you sign him to a big contract you draft jalen waddle to be a burner mike is not the protocol Prototypical tight end to an extent, and you have a decent defense that can keep you in a game. Yeah, you should have expectations of this team being a wild card team.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that game. One p.m. Sunday. Are you able to watch it at work? Or I'm off. Gonna- I'm just trying Ooh, to figure out like, let's go. do
1: I want to like, you know, roll the dice and because I where I live in Connecticut, I'm like right on the border of this is either going to be like a Pats game or it's going to be like the New York City market. Do I want to roll the dice and hope they put the Bills, Dolphins, in the one o'clock national slate, or maybe take a ride to Foxwoods to watch it at the sports book?
0: So you'll know you can know, you can find out tomorrow. Have you heard of a website called 506 Sports? I'll actually send it to you tomorrow when it's published. But around uh, like noon on Wednesdays, Five O Six Sports <laughs> publishes all the games being aired in your market. So you'll know tomorrow if you got to go out to Foxwoods or not.
1: Sick. Yeah.